all the desire. I just want it so bad. You know? And it just seems so real. It's right there. Just want to reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it feels like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong. talking over Tammy. Um, I don't know what happened, but we are live. Uh, It is another Tuesday on the Butterfly Evolution Show. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Uh, We might be experiencing some technical difficulties. I think that might be Tammy. Uh, Tammy, are you there? You are experiencing um, human difficulty. I had my mute on. (laughs) So I started thinking that because when I saw that you had logged on, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, Tammy, you didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, probably because I was, I had logged on and then I stepped out and I was, uh, I was, I was running so late and so I muted it out because I just did make it to to get on. I guess it was about five minutes till, but I forgot to take my mute off because I didn't want people to hear me getting everything 
squared away at my desk. So I am here, you guys. And when I heard you, I was like, okay, what happened? Did something just happen? I didn't think about my mute. It took me a second. <laughs> so how are you? You doing tonight? I am doing well. Uh, Tamari's doing well. Nadia's doing well. We're all doing well. How about you? Good, good, good. I'm doing well. Um, I was I was running late because I I did go see my Grammy baby today tonight actually, and um, so it was good to get over there and see her. I must say because I had not uh, I had not been since Friday, so it was. Uh, it was a, it was an experience. So I got over there and made the time today. So I was gonna say you gotta you gotta share that with the people, Sammy. Uh, we have <laughs> we haven't been the right. last time we might... were on. Yeah. We were not a grandmother. That's right. I was not a Grammy. I'm a I'm a grandma as of uh, Friday. And I don't know, Rodney. I don't know if I told you this uh, or you and Tamaria that. Um, she, you know, she was born on one eleven and weighed seven pounds eleven ounces, and so for the past years, like many, many years now, like I know people are so sick of me because I have seen one eleven forever in a day now, and I'm always holding it up when I see it. I wake up, it's one eleven. I go, go. You know, it's just crazy how one eleven has been just following me around and. I'm not a numbers kind of girl, but I tell you when uh, I did get to a point because I've seen it so much, I started like, what does this mean? Um, and I'll let you guys look that up, but it's it's interesting um, to, to, that people actually have, they see it so much until they start Googling it themselves, so there's lots of stuff out there on it. But when um, Stella went into labor on, actually on her due date, on the 10th, and so I was telling Brandon, <clears throat> I was over there, and I said, it would be so awesome to have an on-time baby. You know, who comes on their due date? I thought that was really cool. And so he was he was uh, getting the fireplace going, and he turned around, and he said, well, what if, how about, he said, how much cooler would it be to have a 111 baby? And I had not thought about, because he knows I'm always tripping and telling people, it's 111, I see it. And so I was like, that is so cool. I said, she needs to wait. She needs to be a 111 baby. So she was a 111 baby, and and she weighed 7 pounds and 11 ounces, born 6'15 last Friday. So, And um, she is I truly, I looked at Stella tonight, and so this is the first time I've just been them and, and me and, and Zali, and she's truly a daddy's girl. I told Stella, I said, you don't have a baby. I mean, I got her. I went in, and she was on Brandon's chest, quiet as a bird or whatever, bee or whatever, I don't know. I get her. She starts crying. He gets her back. She gets quiet. And <laughs> that went on for a little while. And Stella was like, I'm going to get my baby back, you know, just just wait. So it's truly, I mean, she just snuggled up under him like she was, like she had him, like he had her. So, it was interesting, but she's just a cute little doll baby, and it certainly does. Uh, I don't know. It just I was telling Tamaria Rodney how just the whole process. It's been so long since I've seen or even been around that kind of uh, like I won't even call it energy life, like just life, seeing life uh, unfold. And so to see Stella all these nine months, and then to see Zali there, it's just it's it's a it's a it's a 
spiritual moment for me. So much so, I'm kind of starting to feel eerie after I saw her tonight. I just it's just a it's a good eerie. Like brings you closer, makes you more feel. You feel closer. I feel closer to God. Like I do serve a great, 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 great God. So it's 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 kind of a. I don't know, it's just a feeling that you cannot explain um, to see life unfold. So, And that's how I feel, like I've just kind of seen life unfold. Although, you know, I had Brandon, I think it's a different experience. It just it just truly was. And it could be that I'm different now because I was 21, you know. So um, just foolish and, and all of that. So I think maybe it, 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 now that I say that, it's maybe because I feel wiser, you know, and, 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 and even being able to bring God into it, um, because I don't think I did back then. I just don't think that was my focus or I saw it like that. It was my baby, my baby, my baby. And now I feel like, my God, my God, my God, she's here, she's healthy, and all of that. And so you can't help but just be on your knees thanking God. Like, it's just amazing. So, I am a Grammy, and um, like you and I were talking, Rodney, I'm still Tammy. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see it all unfold and and have her be two and three years old. Um, you know that kind of grandma. So we shall see. But. I think I think that's a, I think that's a it's a beautiful thing. It's Mary and I've been talking here recently how, um, you know, babies are a blessing. They're a lot of fun, but they're a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but but it'll be interesting to, just to you know, uh, be there every step of the way for somebody's life at least, you know, while they're growing up. Um, you know that I, I think that's that that's an experience that you know is probably like no other. Um, I've been around um, younger kids, um, but you know when you when you when you take one from from birth on, um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds. Just because you know you're always surrounded by people who have had children, um, but no one is the same, and nobody's experiences are the same. They might be similar, but they're not exactly the same. So, um, you know, the way that Nadia grows up, I'm sure, you know, at times, you know, it, it may remind Tamaria of something from her childhood or something that she's seen before, it may remind me of my childhood, something that I've seen before, but it won't be exactly the same. And, you know, you, you, you're going to hear the, um, I'm sure that we'll hear the, oh, your mom was like that, or oh, your dad was like that, or you get this from him, or get that, you know, but I think that, um, you know, it, it'll, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to see how it all unfolds. And um, I think that, the 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 key will be to Maria and I um, taking how we were raised and applying what we've learned through our own experiences, and hopefully, um, 
giving our daughter a better life. And hopefully uh, Brandon and Sella will, will, will be able to do the same because it's right. always meant, it's always meant for, for things to get better. You know, even mm-hmm. when we feel like, man, like this was, this was awesome. Like it can always be better. Um, even in the Bible, Jesus said, you know, greater works will you do. Um, you know, and he did some great works, but even he said, greater works will you do. So I think that, you know, we 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 have to keep that in mind and, and we always have to strive to do better or we have to strive for the increase, um, regardless of where we think uh, we have um fallen on the on the ladder or on yeah. the map per se. Uh, I, I agree. But, I, I agree with you, Rodney, and something else. And and you guys just bear with us because we're gonna. I, I already see how I'm I'm gonna be able to tie some of the things you said into what's holding you back, or who or what, Rodney. Some of the things that you said. But um, while I was over at Brandon's tonight, he said something that was really interesting to me, and it was what you said, but in a different way. What you said about when Tamaria and I thought that was so I just thought for you to be in that in that in that space at at that time to think about wow I like women do this alone like women go through this process alone and you were thinking about I don't know exactly how you said it but you were you were just you were glad to be there you saw that men are needed in this moment and and that you get to go home with your wife and your baby and so many women do this alone and then do it again alone because they have to go home. But Brandon was, Mm -hmm. um, he said some things basically about, you know, mom, you know, things are not the greatest right now and I may not have this and I may not have that. He said, but, you know, he got to thinking about his childhood and, and he said how, he felt like I was alone and, and that. So he's thinking, he went back to thinking about, by him having this child, like what I must have gone through. And he's just happy to be there. I mean, I was watching him get up and, because was is, well, she's better now, but she was she was having little issues with the nursing part. Bless her mm. heart. Um, so, but, but, but we were able to take care of that. So, I'm watching him, you know, with Kasali right there with him, like one hand, and he's going and getting her something with the other hand and, and things like that. And Stella was saying that she had to tell him yesterday to eat, like you need to eat, Brandon. And he's like, Mama, it's like I forget about myself. And she was saying that, you know, you have to, you've got to eat, you got to take care of yourself. But just to see that, um and men, like to see that it was it was just great. Even even and it reminded me of you know, what you had said when Tamaria was in labor or you guys were in labor. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. And so there's even even with that, there's so many stereotypes or which is which is one thing that I think holds us back, or not the stereotype, but how we view the stereotype. Um, you know, some women will have a baby in a Think that I'm not supposed to do that. I'm a man, you know. I'm I'm I I'm a, I bring home the bacon and and you kind of fry it, but I'm definitely not that. Even down to seeing Brandon change her 
her first diaper, and it was a poop. It was a poop. Thank God, it was a poop diaper. And so mm-hmm. this, that, um, I think one of the things, the, one of the first questions, not maybe the first question because it, it all depends on you, your life, your circumstances, your situation, and more importantly, your past. I know we say forget the past, but I'm almost to the point where I want to start asking people to remember the past so that you can acknowledge it, feel it, and get through it so we can move on. Um, so when when I say we have to really make sure that we understand our own feelings and our own lives and, and, and the emotions that are attached to that. So I think one of the first questions in that, in this question tonight, who or what's holding you back, um, again, it could be stereotypes or what these things that the world says we should be this, that, and the other, and we play into that or we buy into that, and when it's not fulfilled or we feel like we've not met that expectation of the world or of someone, then we take that upon ourselves to feel like we're unworthy. And sometimes I think that that happens unconsciously, that we sometimes just take on this identity based on what we see as failure. Um, it's kind of like when we were talking the other day, Rodney, and I was I think I mentioned to, to Maria that although we might be hurt, things may have hurt us, people may have hurt us, and that, that is what it is but we cannot become the pain from that hurt. We cannot let the feelings of that hurt consume us or the emotion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to go through those. We have to go through that emotion, go through that feeling, um, and not suppress it. And so I think um, the first question we should ask ask ourselves is, have we acknowledged our pain our, our, have we acknowledged our own setbacks? Because I think one of the greatest or our greatest setback, if not the whole back or setback, is ourselves. It's you. You who are listening tonight, it's you. You are your whole back because, again, something has happened to all of us, but you're, you don't become the pain of that thing um, because we serve a greater God and greater is he that is within us is than he that is in the world. And and I know life happens and you get, especially when you're trying to do right, I think that people who are really um, have a desire, I'll say that, we are under attack. I think, I don't even think, the world, the word tells us. So that's one thing to acknowledge as well, that we have to just realize that life is going to happen. But we mm-hmm. have to move. And so I think um, just that acknowledging, um, find out, ask yourself the question, you know, how do you know if you are being held back? And once you determine that, yeah. what's holding you back and who? Because we allow people to hold us back as well. And I think sometimes, mm-hmm. Rodney, and I'll turn it back to you, holding on to people um, and things and things that have happened to us may be one of the greatest setbacks. So I'll say the first thing to do uh, as well as acknowledging, but 
once we acknowledge and we grab a hold of and we figure it out, now how do we let it go? How do we let things go so that they don't hold us back? Back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, I think that's a a key part of, um, you know, the question of who or what's holding you back um, is at some point, you know, you just have to acknowledge that someone or something is holding you back. And I think a lot of times, excuse me, we can't admit that to ourselves even when we know that someone or something is holding us back. We can't admit it to ourselves, and therefore we can't move forward, or it continues to hold us back because we cannot admit it to ourselves. And and for those of you listening, um, again, you can uh, you can uh, if you're listening online, um, you can definitely call in eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six and press the number one uh, to ask a question or to give a comment. But I think that once we, I think once we realize, or, or once it's it's right there, um, you know, I think that you know it, it's 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 one of those things where if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then it's probably holding you back. If every time you are around or every time you talk to somebody, um, if every time you talk to that person or every time you're around them, you feel defeated or you feel sad or unhappy or you get like this negative feeling over you, that person is probably holding you back. Because you should get good vibes from people. You should get positive vibes from people. You should feel motivated when you're around people. And if you're constantly, like, feeling like you're being brought down when you talk to a particular person or when you're around them, then there's a good chance that that person is holding you back. If if every time you do something, you feel guilty about it, it's probably holding you back. Because some sometimes we sometimes we um, sometimes we do things, and then as soon as it's over, we regret it, and then we're in our minds. Okay, can't do that again. And then we find ourselves doing it again. And then it's, you know, I don't know why I keep putting myself through this. And so, you know, I think, you know, we we, we have to learn how to examine the people in our lives, what they mean to us, how they are helping us, how they might be hurting us. But we have to examine them. And then we also need to examine our behaviors, our habits, and what do you get from being around 
certain people, the people that you're always around, what do you get from being around them? Are you uh, are you progressing, um, you know, financially or in your business ventures? Are you are you progressing being around them? Um, are you becoming wiser? Are you get, gaining an education? Are you gaining any wisdom by being around them? Um, are, are are they there for entertainment? Are they there to keep you company? Are they fulfilling a a void in your life? What 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 are you getting? Examine examine your relationship with that person, and it could be your your friends, could be uh, somebody that you're in a relationship with, could be somebody that you're not in a relationship with that you're acting like you're in a relationship with. Um, you know, but examine, you know, what's going on. Are, are they a relative? And even things that you do, why do you do them? If you are constantly watching sports, what are you getting out of watching sports? If you're always watching sports, ask yourself why. Are you watching sports because it entertains you? Are you watching sports because you have a desire to, you know, uh, do something career-wise when it comes to sports? Do you watch it for gambling purposes like I do? (laughs) You know, why, why, why do you do the things that you do? Because there's always a reason. And if that reason is not benefiting you. Now, some things I will say I think we do merely for entertainment. And and, and, I, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Because, you know, nothing wrong with entertainment. Entertainment shouldn't be your whole life. But there are things that we do because we just find fulfillment in them or you know they 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 entertain us but it 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 shouldn't overwhelm you entertainment shouldn't be your life unless you're an entertainer it should not consume you should not you know paralyze you to where you just get stuck being entertained so again examine the people in your life, examine your behaviors, examine your habits, your hobbies, and ask yourself, is this pushing me forward or is this holding me back or is it keeping me stagnant? Tammy? Tammy, did you hit the mute button again? I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if that happens again, you guys, you just, I'm not all here tonight, so you just have to, I promise you, I'm in another, I'm in another world tonight, but that's okay. Um, 
Rodney, I, I believe that we get I want I wanna for some reason I'm so led to to talk about the past, which is really weird for me because I'm always the one saying you gotta let the past go. But as I said earlier, um <laughs> I think that we we say that so much until it it has allowed us to not deal with the past and not deal with it. And there is a difference in letting go. Um, it's almost like it's, it's, it's easy to let go of a, a something that's hot because it's an, it's, mm-hmm. it's an instant reaction. If, if you, you know, if you throw me a hot ball, no, rarely will people just hold it in their hand and, and let it burn. But I think that's what the past does to us. We don't, when we don't deal with it, um, and acknowledge it, and I'll say reality, the reality of of your past, and then giving up, um, I think, the beliefs that are attached to that pain, that past. I think some of us are still in the pain of that past, um, the circumstance that it created, and so forth. So I'm going to stick, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I'm going to I want people to really ask the question tonight of themselves, what, where am I stuck? What part of my life um, am I stuck? Maybe you're that 26-year-old, 5-year-old, if that makes sense. What happened at 5 years old? How did it affect you? Where are you now because of the reality of that thing or that someone? And so fast forward to life now, um, I think another way to determine or, or figure out where are you in this, if you're constantly drained or feeling like, that's why I wanted to, I picked that song that we started out with, On the Ocean, you just feel like life is passing you by, people are moving forward, doing their thing, people seem happy, they seem to be accomplishing their goals and, and have such an easy life. If, if you find yourself thinking like that and looking at people um, not in a way where you are feeling down or, or envious, but just kind of like, what about me? And I think we hit a little bit on that Sunday. I know Tamara and I did with our good conversation. But if you feel drained, if you feel stressed, if you feel stuck, like I don't know what to do, where to go, or how to get there, um, mm-hmm. I think those are the questions you you ask yourself. Um, do you feel? I, I hear a lot of people dealing with anxiety here lately. Uh, people just feel anxious about so many things. But Rodney, I think that has a lot to do with the way that we are living today. And for our mm-hmm. listeners, you're always hearing us say, write, get you a journal, write it down. If you feel it, write it down. If you think it write it down, and then go back and read it because sometimes, and I think the best way, don't don't type it, write it, and don't have a plan for the writing. Don't think about what you're going to write. Just empty your thoughts and your, 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 everything, your you, empty you on that page. And you could do it, you can start out doing it daily. And then as you start to feel like your cup is running over or you are full of life and all that comes with it, write about it. I cannot say that enough. Um, that has been a huge 
success for me. And I was one that I would tell people to do it more than I was doing it and started to do it myself more often, and it is truly freeing. It is truly freeing. And I think I mentioned here that I pity the person that ever picks it up because there's no locks, whatever, and I actually have that on the first page. Read this, I mean, at your discretion. It's on you but don't dare come ask me about anything on it because this is my journal, my life, my world. This is me and nobody else, me and God. And so I'll, I'll say that to you guys, write and slow your life down. Take time for you because no matter who's holding you back, no matter what's holding you back, you are the only one who has the power to either move forward or hold yourself, or continue to hold yourself back. And I'll mm-hmm. say that, and you are the only one. Some of you might say, "Well, what about God?" It's a lot of us sitting waiting on God. Well, we know God can do it. But what what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? Who are you willing to give up? And sometimes you have to ask. You have to. You have to. Well, why do I need to give this up? And I think, Rodney, you hit on that in a different way. Like, why do I need to give this up? What? And the, that becomes, what is this doing to me? The reality of, of this thing. Like he said, Rodney said, if it's something you do and you instantly or down the road you feel like or you feel guilty about it, or da, 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 you know that thing is not for you. That particular thing, that particular person is not for you. And it may just be not for you at this time. Some of the things we want um, is just that. There are wants, and sometimes those wants are based on the way of the world, not those things you need or we need. I, I have people thinking I'm losing my mind when I say, I, have, I, I certainly wouldn't. A tiny house seems like the, the, the most beautiful thing. And I can't believe I, I, I'm even saying that. Um, getting rid of things and stuff, I was telling Brandon and so I said, you guys are going to come in here and I'm going to have pillows on the floor in the kitchen and you're going to say, where, where are we going to eat? And I'm going to say, that's your pillow, that's your pillow, and that's your pillow. Um, because uh, I don't know, it's just like this, I, I, like I started to feel crowded by, just overwhelmed by, by so much down to you know when i'm when i'm eating i just feel like i start to think about those who are not eating and so i do think uh we we've given you guys a little bit about how do you know and i think if you're listening if you if you were drawn into this if you heard this or you saw this and you thought i got to i got to hear that then you probably are at a state where you know something someone is holding you back or you feel stuck or you feel like I just don't know what to do anymore and I can't we can't leave God out of it read your word I mean God is I know you guys probably sick of me saying Rodney and Tamaria but we had a we had a Rodney I don't even know how to put this into words but I'm going to I'll say this this is what comes to mind we had a visitation from God Sunday. I, there is nothing like months, whatever day it was, we talked. Like Tamari and I were able to talk on Saturday. And you guys, we talked about 
parenting, all that, you know, stuff like that, and and got into nursing and just the um, the, the the overall process of nursing and how it relates to um, well well at that point we didn't we didn't get into the God part of it but of course the things that she was telling me about how the baby the more the baby is nursed or more you nurse the baby the more milk uh, the mother receives and then the the mother's milk can heal the baby it's an antibiotic for the baby and blah blah it, it was just really deep and it made me think about because I was already there from 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 being there with. Brandon and and selling the baby being born and all that. So I was already on this spiritual kind of high because life just happened before me. And so I get up Sunday and I get my my daily word going. I started reading, and it some of the readings led me to Psalms. And I'll be honest, I'm not one to just read Psalms. I'm a Proverbs kind of girl. I love Proverbs, but I'll dip and dab in, in, in and out of Psalms. So this particular Sunday, I was led to uh, read Psalms, and I got to Psalms 8, and there it was. It was talking about God's creation, basically the beauty of God's creation, the, the fascination of God's creation, and how about it was talking about nursing infants. Now, to me, I was just overwhelmed because I'm thinking all of this Bible, and God knows I was so fascinated by how he works through nursing infants, how he gives the body what it needs and the mother what she needs, and, and she's able to give it back to the baby. And so that was a God moment. And then we just had Sunday, like all that we talked about, it just was revelation for one of us, and that was Tamaria and Rodney and, and myself. More Tamaria because Rodney was um, watching the game, you guys. Whatever night that was. So anyway, <laughs> had to throw that out there, right? There. Um, but I, I say that to say, Daniel, exactly. Can't leave God out of it. Journal, read your word, meditate, pray. You've got to let some stuff go. Um, even the idea of who you think you ought to be, should be, or what you think you should be doing now. Let not just things and people go, let ideas go. Like, let some stuff go from your mind and just figure out what do you need to do now. Where do you need to go? Give yourself um, give yourself a break, I'll say that, and start with small baby steps to create, to create new habits. Because, Rodney, I'll turn it back over to you. I am a believer that we... We are what we do on a daily basis, and one of the one of the things that we're missing most is discipline. Staying disciplined. Most we have to get angry to move. We have to feel some kind of way, and then it lasts for just a little while. Just a little while. It's like the abused woman or man. You know, I'm leaving right after the beating, but let it simmer a little bit, and I start to justify the beating, and so and then I can get right back in the water again and wait for the next um, wave to come through. I think that's how we do life, and then we end up being held back because we've gotten in cruise control with that particular thing or person. Rodney, back over to you. Tammy, I, I, I have a question for you. Um, I've noticed 
especially on uh, Facebook, uh, that there are people who are starting to challenge God or the Bible. Um, And whether or not God is real or, um, you know, they get into specifics, um, and, and I can think of one um, in particular, but they but but people are starting to get into, you know, the validity of God and or Jesus and or the Bible. And so when we when we talk about God, how is it that people can wh- what would you say to people? Um, whose mind may start to be clouded by other things that may not be related to. You say, what would I tell people whose minds are clouded by other things that are not related to God? Or that, or that opposed to God, because, because. And and I'll even take it a I'll even take it a step further. If you think about where our society is today, and things that are promoted today, things that are acceptable today, that were not when we were growing up, when when you and I were growing up. Hmm. What would you say to those people who? are torn between, well, this is what I've always known. However, this is right in front of my face. So now how do I navigate through all of this and come to my own realization or come to my own conclusion or come to the truth, what would you say to those people? You know, Ronnie, I think that I think we already know the truth. I don't think people have to come to the truth. I think that we know the truth. It's just that we put a level of measurement on the truth based on one what 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 we want to do. But right now, we're right now kind of people, and this feels good. Um, And we are more concerned about, I hate to use this word, but this is the only one I can think of. I say that we glorify self more Mm -hmm. than God, but we do that for the world. We are more concerned about how we look to the world, to maybe the people, um, some people who are holding us back, that kind of thing. Um, but I think we, we do know the truth. I think that because we are, we, we, we are created in, in God's image, and like you said, that we we could, we should be doing more 
than Jesus did. So we have the truth. We have the power. It's just that we we have not quite, that is not the focus. I'll say that. That is not the focus because it's not seen. Like if, 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 if Jesus, and then I maybe have to even question that because you think about it in the Bible, they had Jesus. They saw these things um, that we read about. And, and we're in awe about, you know, like the nursing babies. I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing this now. I see it. You know, I have someone telling me the, how this all works because they're in the midst of doing it, and, and then I go read about it in, in, in the Word. So I think we know the truth. And if we don't, there is, there, here it is. The truth is in front of us. Do we pick it up? Do we read it? Do we study it? And do we, do we allow it to convict us and change us? Um, not as much as we should. And I think that's because, again, it's kind of unseen. So I feel like we know the truth. It's just that we are more, it's like Romans says, that we um, we have learned to or become accustomed to worshiping the creature and not the creator. And so God is little to us. God has become little to us where as a child, I'll speak for myself, I saw God being so big to my grandparents, you know, to my family. I, I, I remember going to church and seeing these people praising this God. Um, and I must say, and seemingly it working because, you know, when you're older and you, you look back and you think, how, how do you feed? My grandmother had 17 kids, and it seems like there was always food. Like it, like the pot never grew empty. Now it might have, but just for me as a child, it just seems like there was it was always enough. And I think that came from just um, the older people. They were dependent upon God. They studied their word because they they knew the power. Of God, they 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 had that wisdom, that knowledge, um, that understanding of that, and I think we have become people who we glorify the world and the things of it. We want those things. We look like we look like those things. We allow those things to identify who we are. So it's kind of hard to tell people um, that they don't know the truth. Because in order to seek those things, they've identified with some type of truth. And it becomes one to just just being honest and dealing with reality about who you are, what you want, and why you want it. Why do you, why do you think it's necessary to have these things? And then when you don't, you feel defeated. You feel unworthy. You feel like throwing in the towel. You feel like... Um, you're not successful, you're not good enough. And then the anger sets in and then from anger, you know, you're you're depressed, stressed and can't think through life. Um, not even enough to give God a little bit of your time. Because what, the T V gets it, Facebook gets it, Twitter, Instagram, um, all of that. And so it's hard to tell a people who who don't serve, who don't seek, serve, and 
acknowledge and glorify God as God. It's just hard to, to grab that person because that person has to want it for themselves. And just like I said, the no matter what, only that person, only you have the power to turn it on or turn it off. God has it, but I ju he, he's just not that kind of God. I, I feel like, and it could be, but he allows us to make those choices um, ourselves. So, for the most part, we choose the world. I hope I answered mm. your question. No, you did. <laughs> you did. Did you wanna? Did you wanna go to the uh, the questions in the in the description? Sure. Um, I think we've um I think we've kind of touched on the first one how can you recognize if you're on holdback status but the second one what can you do to motivate yourself and take control of your life and I, and I think the key here is self motivation um how do you think people can can motivate themselves Oh, gosh, Ronnie. I think we've hit a little bit on that. Um, I think one of the first things we have to do or should do is quiet our lives. Take some time to slow down. Slow it down. Um, turn off the TV. Um, meditate. I, I, journal. I, I just – because – it's it's necessary to find out why why you are at that point where you're being held back by whatever mm -hmm. it is. And sometimes, you know, if you really think about it, you probably will say, I've, I've allowed this to hold me back or I've allowed this person to hold me back. Um, and why? Because... I think you said earlier, Rodney, um, there is a there is a root to that. Like there is there is there is a root to whatever it is or whoever it is that allows you to be held back. And mm -hmm. so that's what I meant about the past, you know, identify with the past. Find out what what is that. And then you have to take those small steps to start changing um, things because the, the, the things that you consistently do um, will be the, towards whatever that thing is. Those things that you consistently do, you just can't do it once. You just can't journal one time and think, oh, it's done. Um, you have to go back when those emotions or those feelings start to, to kick up again. So don't allow yourself to get comfortable with anything, I'll say, other than reading your word. Um, all of that. Praying, that, those are the things that we should um, really get comfortable with doing. You know, it should be as easy as it is coming home to, to turn on the TV. But how often do we choose it? So, um, and become more aware, aware of who you spend your time with, what you spend your time doing, um, thinking, 
all of that, eating, what do you eat? Because this is not just a one, one, um, it's not just one thing you have to change when you're at a point of trying to move forward. You got to look at your life, you as a whole, body, mind, spirit. You have to look at it all. And so I would say slow down first. Slow down and just get get a glimpse of your life. Get a glimpse of it. And do that where somewhere where where you feel free. So it may be that you have to get out of your house, go to the library, go to a park, get out and just let God's creation speak to you. Let the feel feel the wind that you cannot see because it's bigger than us. It's bigger than the feelings, the thoughts. It's really bigger than us. But we keep it so consumed and we think it's fixable without the creator, without the one who created you for the purpose that you're longing for and that you found a way to replace or you've replaced that longing with something or someone. And that hunger is not going to go away. It's not. So um, slowing down, I guess, is, is, is one of them, another one of them, Rodney, because we've hit on some about the meditation, the journaling, let things go, ideas, um, and you create new habits by taking baby steps. Take every thought captive. And that's why I say go to the word. Read your word because just as God led me to Psalms that day, he will lead you. There is nothing false about seek. Seek me and you'll find me. Knock and the door shall answer. If you go in that word, God will lead you to what you need that day for your life, for your life. And so that's one of the questions people who are listening tonight or listening later to the archive, um, today, today alone, if you're on the phone and you feel, or if you're listening to us and you feel like I, I, I'm, I'm in between or I am, I feel like I am being held back by this, that, the other, or whatever, um, it's, it's almost 9 o'clock. I'm on Central Time. It's almost 10 o'clock for you, Rodney. You're on Eastern Time. How much have you prayed today? And it could be just, it doesn't have to be on your knees crying. How much How much communication have you had with your creator today? Did you go to the guide? Did you go to the Bible? And I ask that. And some people may say, oh, oh, you don't have to go every day. But you know what I found for myself? If I skipped a day, it was easier to skip another day. I'll get it tomorrow. And so um, that's another one, read your word. And Rodney, this one's probably going to throw, throw people off, but put yourself first. Just take hmm. a minute, take a minute and put yourself first. Don't choose anybody else, maybe for a day. 
put yourself first for a day. Because we're mm. so quick sometimes to, and that in itself is a, um, wow, that will get you into a whole back situation. Because not putting yourself first, we're so we're so caught up in, in thinking that that's not biblical. Put yourself first. But if I can't swim, Rodney, and you're drowning, what sense does it make for me to jump in to save you? <laughs> That's two no, losses. If, 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 if I didn't hear the voice of God and, and maybe even see him right before me, what sense telling me to go? Because, see, it's yeah. like I don't know how true this was, I remember, that, and I, was, I really don't know how true, but I just thought about it where some pastor was supposedly drowned because he was saying he was going to walk on water. Well, I have no doubt that he's able to do that if God sends him out there in that water. But you go out there in your own strength, on your own uh, talk, you better have a mm-hmm. life. And so, <laughs> uh, put yourself first. <laughs> Just for a little while and stop trying to keep up with life in this world or or life as this world sees it. Mm-hmm. And be with yourself. Be honest because like like I said, Rodney, people we already know the truth. We know it. It's just that we avoid it for some reason or another. I don't want to go through it or I don't want people to know I'm going through it or I don't want to start over again or I don't want to, what am I going to do if I do this, if I do that, all of that. Yet, what are you going to do if you don't? What are you going to do if you don't? Because life passes us by quickly. Look look at Nadia, Rodney. Y'all going to have a, a <clears throat> one-year-old soon. It'll That time will go so fast. Mhm. And the longer you stay in something, which is one of our problems, we don't deal with it. Stay in it and wait for it to change. But sometimes it doesn't change because we don't change. Which is why maybe right now I was able to see this birth is different because I didn't think about. I mean, I was thankful and all that, but I didn't think about the glory of God in this. I didn't think about that. Because I didn't I didn't I didn't have wisdom the kind that I have now and and I hope that it continues to grow because even though I've grown a little bit in that area I have so much further to go. And and that's that's one thing too with reading the word and seeking and seeking God and all of that. I can I, I, I just can't even imagine people who don't like I just I think I would lose my I would have lost my mind. I'm almost about to lose it anyway, but without God in my life and me having a desire to be pleasing to him, I don't know where I would be. I just mm-hmm. and I mentally I don't know where mentally I would be. I just don't know. And so when I think about people who were so caught up 
because believe me, I've been there too, like so caught up that I don't even want to read this word. I don't have a desire for this word. But don't you know that's where the rulers of darkness consumed mentally, consumed in our thoughts or with our thoughts, consumed by the things of this world, consumed with having or measuring our lives based on what we have or what we do not have. You think about all that, and then you're trying to work, you're trying to hold down a home, you are dealing with the people on your job, um, at the grocery store, wherever you go, you're dealing with that energy. And so we have to become more aware and conscious about what we do, who we do it with, why we do it, and does it work? Is it working? And then have enough strength when it's not working to disconnect, to disconnect. Like being able or wanting to give up those things that you know is not working. Not working. Like why would we, I mean, it just, it doesn't make sense. And much of what we consume and much of what we put ourselves through doesn't make sense. just doesn't. We have a caller. Um, I see Rodney. If you want to take it before you, I'm going to turn it over to you. And or you want you have anything before we take the caller? No, I, 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 it was funny. I actually uh, was just uh, trying to uh, <laughs> tell you the same thing. So, uh, no, let's go ahead and bring in our caller, Timmy. Okay. Caller from 901, area code, the last four digits, 5414. You're on the air with us. Thank you for calling. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Ronnie. This is Nick. How are y'all? Happy New Year to y'all. Hey, Nick. Good. Happy New Year, Nick. I'm good. I'm good. I can't, well, I can't complain. I could be, I could be better, but I, I'm not going to complain. So, hey, you know, I, I, take, I take it with a grain of salt, so I'm good. Cool, cool. Well, thank you. I saw your your message last night that, or night before something. You were gonna make sure you tuned in. What drew this topic? What what stood out to this topic to the point where it made you feel like I have to tune in? Well, because it speaks to my life, right? So I think, um, so I feel like that um, there's been a huge part of me that is holding. Uh, myself back from, I don't want to say greatness, but um, realizing and fulfilling my full potential. And as I was as I was um, going through my goals for 2019, um, I don't know if I told you this, Miss Tammy or Rodney, but one of my biggest fears in life is being able to uh, see God eye to eye and realize that I haven't fulfilled my potential. Mm. So 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 that so that is by far my biggest fear. And there's a huge part of me that is why for two thousand nineteen, um there's a huge part of me that it's that fear that's driving me to get to the points of um get to the places and spaces, you know, that I want to, obviously with God's will. But ultimately, I get to this place and I get to this crossroad as I get fearful at times and being completely transparent, fearful of am I good enough, 
fearful of am I worthy enough and just so like I tend to kind of shut down at times and just kind of I don't want to say be comfortable but just be content at times because um, because of that Nick uh, this is right I have a question for you um, what do you um, what do you feel like your full potential is or where do you feel like you're supposed to end up or where you're supposed to go? Um, I feel like that my, my potential would be is fulfilling um, is for me and utilizing the gifts that he has bestowed in each and one of us to the, the fullest extent. Um, I humbly admit that um, I feel like that I have I feel like God has bestowed me with a ton of gifts, but it's the, um, I don't want to say I know which way to start, but it's just the, well, I guess you can say that, knowing when to start, right? And, like, part part of that is what I've realized is that it's kind of up to me to just put it out in the universe, and then if I know that this is a gift that God has bestowed me with and I'm serving him, that you know, the 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 gift will come to fruition. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I'm going to go back to to something that you said too, and then I'm and then I'm going to come back to 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 the point you just made. Uh, I would say as long as you are here, you are good enough. As as long as you are walking, talking. Breathing, you have your health and your strength, you're good enough because if you weren't good enough, then there's no there's no reason for you to still have an opportunity to reach your goal. Um, right. So I, I think that's my, my first point. And, you know, the, the, the next point I'm going to make is this. Don't get so consumed with um, the the spiritual aspect of it that you can't walk in your purpose. Like, don't get so wrapped up in, ooh, I know I have something to do. And you keep telling yourself, I know I have something to do. I know I have something to do. I know I have something to do. And then you never actually go and do it. For example... Think about when you get up in the morning. When your eyes first open, you know that there are things that you have to do. Now, right. if you lay if you lay there and you think about them, you're never going to get them done. Right. But if it, but in order for you to brush your teeth, take a shower, go to work, or whatever it is that you do during the day. In order for you to begin to at least um, have a chance at completing those tasks, you have to take the first step. You have to get out of the bed. You have to go in the bathroom. You have to, you know, grab your toothbrush. You have to put the toothpaste on. Like, things don't just happen because we know that they're supposed to happen. We have to start the process. And so, uh, you know, for those things that 
um, that you feel like you're supposed to do, you know, it's the same way when it comes to our everyday lives. Like there, there are things, um, and, and Tammy, Tammy and I talk about this all the time, especially when we talk about our trash can concept. Um, you know, there, there are things that are just like routine. There are things that, that we just do. But when it comes to those, those greater things or those things that, you know, uh, that are outside of the box, it, it's like we, we become stuck. And I agree with what you said in the very beginning. And I don't think it's just you. I think it's, it, I think it's me. I think it's all of us. And that is a lot of times we are our biggest obstacle. We stand in our way. Sometimes we overanalyze things. Um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we, you know, we 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 think about it so much that before we go and do the thing that we 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 know that we were supposed to do, now we're distracted because we've thought about it so yeah. much. Now something else has come up, and then before you know it, we've had all of these goals, and then none of them get accomplished. We 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 might start in those directions, but somehow we get thrown off track because, you know, we, we get so wrapped up and consumed with our own thoughts. Um, we get, we get caught up in what other people say we should be doing. And, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, we're still saying, Ooh, there's something for me to do. Well, at some point the clock runs out. And so, while you have an opportunity, you know, focus on okay, what what am I supposed to do, and just go and do it. And one of the things that I like to do in my own life is, if I set out to do something, right. I will I will go and do it, and in the end if it doesn't work out the way that I anticipated or the way that I wanted to, one thing that I've always, especially in my adult life, I've always tried to at least be okay with the work that I've done. And that, and so if it doesn't end up like I thought it was going to end up, and usually it, it, you know, it ends up better as long as I go and do something, you know, uh, and I'm, uh, and I don't know why, but I'm thinking about the scripture that says watch and pray. You know, a lot of times we want to pray. We don't do any watching, you know, but you, you, you have to go all the way and you have to at least, uh, you know, take, start the process, take some steps. And then you just never know, like, you know, that, you know, once we get our day started, a lot of times we find that the day is full, full of surprises because there are things that, ooh, okay, I expected this to happen. But then it's like, well, wait a minute. I had no idea that I was going to meet this person today. I had no idea that I was going to have a blowout on the interstate today. Or, you know, I had no idea um, that I was going to be a blessing to somebody today. But we at least have to get um, our day started. And so I think it's the same thing in, in, in all of our lives. Tammy? Um, wow, gosh, you guys, I, it's one thing that I think I can say here, uh, Nick and, and Rodney, and, and I'll say it for me, 
and then you guys can take it. Um, I have just come to realize or try, I'm trying so hard, and it, and it is so hard to know that there is no, I have no strength um, and that I have to rely on God because I'm telling you, like if 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 I if if I'm in my strength, if I'm if I'm um, trying to to do things and and even endure things in my strength, I get caught up. I start thinking like you like like you said, Nick. Like I can't do this. I'm 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 not worthy. All of that, like all of those things, come up and come out. And and I just have to remember that I can't, but he can. Um, I want to, but he will. And I am enough because he created me. Like, you, you, you do have the strength because, Nick, I know that you, I know that you love God and I know that you desire to be pleasing to him. And I think what Rodney said about you, you have, I think you can get so caught up in the spiritual aspect of it where you won't just be and let yourself be and let God, not let, but see that he's right where you are, right with you. And just because this is where you are, that's not the issue. That's not the point. Where you are, how you are, what you're feeling, what you're thinking is it's, it's really more about I see where I am, and I see who's here with me. Now let's go. Because where would you, what, where would you, what would you not do if God allowed you to see Him today and say, "Hey, Nick, let's go." What would you do? Because you see Him and you and you know He's right there. You you gonna you gonna write that song? You gonna write that book? You gonna probably go in that office and say, "I quit." We got some things to do like the fishermen did. I, I'm not saying that's what you do, but that's the kind of power we already have. And I know right. it's hard to get there because we are fighting against a world that does not support that. They don't put that front and center. So for those who are longing for it, seeking it, you wake. You probably wake up feeling drained just because that energy is is there. It's 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 all around us, which is why I go back. I don't know how long you've been listening. I'll say to you, slow down, just slow down, disconnect, just a minute, and allow God to minister to your spirit. What to where to read, where to go, who to talk to. Surrender. Totally surrender. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and and you are because he is. You are. You are more than enough. You're. You're. You are all that you want to be, need to be. But it's because of your Creator. It's the strength, the power. It says, "Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power." And in his mighty power that's in you. Psalms tell us the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him. And we just have to ask ourselves, do we really believe the things that we read and we say that God is? 
And if we be honest, the world kind of takes takes that away from us a lot. No, I, I, and a lot of what you said, uh, Rodney and Miss Tammy, it, it is true. What I tend to do is I tend to, um, like, read into, like, the spiritual so much that that I don't, like, step away from it and just be, right? Just, you know, hear my goals out and, you know, here's the direction that I want to go. Well, not necessarily where I want to go. This is the direction that I think that will fulfill me for the purpose that God laid out for me. So, that, so like, whenever I write my goals out and stuff like that, my goals are never intended for me, but they're intended to serve him. And um, so, so, you know, all of my goals and stuff are rooted in intentionality of serving God, right, first and foremost. Um, even, even with that being said, uh, it, I, like I said, I, I will have to admit it's just been it's been difficult for me because there are some people who see like it's one of those things where people see greatness in you, but you don't see it or you don't recognize it. So it's kind of like that. It's like that same concept where you see that person they have you, you can see greatness in them, but for whatever reason, you know that person doesn't see greatness in themselves. Right, and although the person is very spiritually bound, like I do feel like in a sense that this world will um I don't want to say for me it's been like that, but the world can make you feel unworthy, right the world can make you feel like you're enough, you're not enough, obviously that's not with me, but like the world can make us that way, and so like. Even with me being, you know, a spiritually bound and tired person that I am, I still have those struggles. But even in those struggles, uh, Miss Tammy, you said it best about surrendering to God because I'm telling you, if I did everything at my own admission, I would be just, there's no telling where I would be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. I do, Nick. I do. And just know that... Um, you're not alone, and I and and it's so important um, for us to really have people in our lives that we can relate to and that we can pour out to um, spiritual people. And that is that is one thing. Even in my life, Nick, at this point, um, I realize that I, I want people in my life that. And I need, not just want, I need people in my life who who love God more, just more than I do. Like, I, I want to look at them and, and get, feel like I'm not doing enough. I want, I want those kind of people in my life now. And I, and you really have to be mindful. Um, I was, I was sharing with someone that I wasn't going to take part in something on, on Sunday because I said, I'm, I'm looking for a church home and that's what I, I, I plan to be doing Sunday. And you guys, this person texted me, and then I didn't respond because, again, I'm aware. I'm, I'm trying to be more aware of my life, and I just wasn't going to entertain it. So I didn't respond. I just thought, and I started to, and I thought, why? Because I know what I've said I'm going to do. I know what I need to do for me. So I don't need to respond to someone else's response about, what I've already decided what that's best for me. 
And so this person called. You guys can see I really don't care because um, they might be listening. I don't care. But they called, and I always didn't answer because I just did not want to hear it. And then I said, no, I'm going to answer. And this person was telling me, you know, church is, you know, the answer is not in church, and I don't need to go to church, and that God has told them that I, I'm supposed to be doing some, some up, this and that, some other things. And I said, well, God has told me. Yeah, I I know I'm supposed to be doing some things, and and, um, I'm working on that. But he's not told me that I don't need to go to church right now. Matter of fact, he's told me different. I need people to fellowship. And I know, and and they went on to say that it's not in the church or it's not at church. Well, it may not be you, and it wasn't for me for a time, but we have to know what we know about us and and who can tell us that and who can show us that god so that when yep. someone comes to you with anything and granted there were some things that i got from the conversation and i was mindful of that afterwards to the point where i said you know thank you for calling you know because i was a, there's some things that this person said that did confirm some things for me, but it's my responsibility to be at the point where I know what's meat and what's not so that I can stop being double-minded, that I can get off the fence and not be so easily um, drawn away from what God has told me, if that makes sense. And so as, as you surrender, as you slow down, as you surrender your life, as you take take start taking care of Nick, pamper Nick some, be there be there for Nick like Nick is there for other people. If if that's the best, that's probably the best way to say it to you, Nick. Be there for you like you are there for other people. And simplify. And I gotta life. work on that. I gotta work on that too. I gotta work on that too. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I know you. That's why I said for Nick, I'm gonna say it like this because I know that you that and and that can be. See, even that can be. You have to go take that before God as well because, um, I, I, I'm I'm just gonna be so transparent. You sometimes I had to, I had to ask myself, Tammy, are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for God? Yeah. And see, that's that's what we need to do. We just need to come clean. And I'm not saying that's for you, but a lot of us get caught up, even in getting caught up in the religious aspect of it. We sometimes try to do too much. We try to do the things that 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 God is waiting to do for that person, but that person needs to 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 get there, to get there. Right. So, um. You, you just so much, and that's why I say slow down, simplify your life, become more aware and attentive to you and your needs, and li- so that you can listen to God. Because that's another thing. I, 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 I believe that God is forever speaking to us, forever. Yep. Like Rodney, it could be through that 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 accident that you just missed. 
it, it could be from conversation that Rodney and Tamaria and I were having, and we just see it's like it's like they are right here with me, and I, or I'm right there with them, and God is in the midst because He is, as that song says, He's writing He's He's writing our life. He's telling He's talking back to us as if He's been walking around with us where He ha- well He has, and it doesn't make us at any better place. Um, any better? It just it's it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And then on top of that, it's life is still crazy. Like we 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 ha, we've had we had that encounter, and we continue to have them. But our lives is we're not we don't have perfect lives. Like we still go through it. We still struggle. But because we were able to connect. And fellowship with each other on the phone, miles and miles away, Rodney and Tamara in in Virginia. And here we are, you know, we are we are talking with each other, we are uplifting each other, just by sharing, not all the good, but some of our struggles as well. Yeah. And I think we believers we forget, we forget to do that. We forget, and we need that, especially in this dark world. Yeah. We need sometimes to see the salt in our lives, to sprinkle that salt so that we, we can go out and do what we need to do. So there's, yeah. there's so much. Right. We hear you, and, and just know, I mean, I, I hope that you know that, I mean, I'm a phone call away, and I, I don't call you as much as I should and we don't talk enough because when we do, we have some great conversations. But just know, and I'm sure yeah, right here, yeah. just know that I'm here and uh, I've and, and have been there, done that, and and will be there and have to do that again. I may have to call on you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, 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 it's just it's like one of those things where it's like, um, and then like like this has been very helpful for me because like. So many times I think that like I get I, I like I get to the point and with me being with when I turned thirty this year, I was like okay like it's not so much of the age as the time is now right and I was like okay like you know the time is now to you know uh, set forth some of the goals that you want to do that you you know and not goals that again that doesn't satisfy me like 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 you said your point is valid like. You know, it's never about me. It's always about him, right, and serving him, right? And because, and again, that's where my biggest fear comes in at. My biggest fear obviously has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him and making sure that, you know, I'm doing my part to uh, to serve him well, right? Um, I think where I've been finding some balance, if I have been finding some balance, um, I've been finding some balance as as saying that okay, well, you know, you know, if if I treat people with kindness every day, if I if I wake up with a purpose to be kind to people every day, uh, be genuine to people every day, be generous to people every day, um, I feel like that that's one way of serving a purpose because that's that godly divine trait, right? Um, even even for people who do the most, you know, crazy thing, like I still will take the high road and still treat people with kindness and all that. To me, that's part of serving God there because
because that's something God would do, right? Um, but and so I think I think sometimes, and this is my last point here. I think sometimes, and I was talking to somebody last week. I think so so many times that we get caught up at and with, with the uh, and I've been on this subject here, I feel like for the past week, but this idea of the prosperity gospel, right? Meaning that if you if you, if you you know do God's will, you know you have a, a, a you know abundant health, you have wealth and all, and, and be prosperous, right? But the question I always posed was, well, what does it mean to be prosperous, right? You know, um, the the scenario I said was that we live in this world where People see just because people don't have material things, people think that 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 they don't that they're not prosperous, right? And that's and that's far from that because what if what if the the absence of material things can could reward someone who who is spiritually upright, right? So it's like you know, or or is those material things to distract us away from the spiritual, right? So, like, where I think part of it, too, is the idea of that, okay, if you, if you do God's will, you know, you, you do God's will, you know, you'll, you'll, end up, you'll, you'll be prosperous. But then I got to thinking about it, I was like, that's very similar to the idea about, like, what people had about the American dream. You go to work, you go to school, you go to work, and you're taught to work hard. You get anything that you want in, in this world. And sometimes it always doesn't pan out that way. Right, and so like I think that's where when it comes to me, like that's where some of that uh, fear comes from is because it's like obviously I know in being prosperous I'm not referring to material things, but like I want to have I want to be uh, prosperous by but in the spirit if that makes sense. It does. It, does. it makes it. It makes sense to me, and I, and and I think the 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 key here is, um, and, and I'm I, let me do this. Let let me share where where I made a mistake, um, in 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 a, in a part of my life. I confused the church with God, and mm. instead of and more so the people in the church. When I when I'm first to the church, more so the people in the church. I confused. I confused the people in the church with God, and so my mind, my heart, nothing that I was doing was about me wasn't about my relationship with the Lord but it was about what people were telling me my relationship should be and so whenever I made decisions it was always well what is the pastor going to think about this or is this person in the church going to be pleased with this because I had convinced myself that if the pastor was okay or if one of the other leaders in the church were okay with what I was doing, then that meant that God would be too. And I found myself 
miserable all the time. I found myself trying to please man instead of trying to please God. I found myself trying to, you know, make sure that people were happy with me. And it wasn't until later that I realized that was never going to happen. And so I was running myself crazy trying to live up to people's expectations, but thinking that I was living up to God's expectations. Because so many things were said in the church by people who were trying to accomplish their own agenda. There were things being 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 taught or being said to me, and in, in the name of Jesus, yeah. but they weren't from but they weren't from the Lord, and so the division came when the wool was no longer over my eyes, and I began to see God for myself or see God for who God really was. When I started to read the Bible with a different lens, and it was it was at that point when people would try to say things to me, I started saying, "No, that's not how it goes." Right. And the moment, and the moment, um, I started doing that. Then I saw the real then, and then I saw that they had no more use for me. And so they went and found the next person. But Mm -hmm. that allowed me to focus on God, and it also allowed me to focus on myself. And the things that I wanted to do or the desires of my heart, I noticed that they slowly started coming to me. And things that, you know, I had gotten to a point where I was defeated. Because I was like, man, this is never going to happen. I graduated from high school in 2000. I didn't finish college until 2008 because I was I had gotten to a point where I was defeated. And mm. I remember getting to a point where I was like, I am never going to get out of school. Because I'm sitting here thinking that, you know, I got to swim across the Atlantic Ocean and the whole time there's a plane sitting right there that will get me off, that will get me across. But I'm sitting here, I, I have made myself believe that the only way I can get across the Atlantic is by swimming. And that wasn't the case. But by listening to people, that was where I ended up. And so I did things. Because it was like, you know what? That's never going to happen. I dropped out of school. Because I was so caught up in everything else. My the end of my freshman year in college, I had a 1.9 GPA. Because I was so distracted with everything else. Mm-hmm. And it and the moment I the moment I settled down and focused on school, I got out of there in no time. It didn't yeah. it didn't take it didn't take long at all for me to get out of school. 
But I had gotten so wrapped up in worldly things in the name of church. Instead of me being the light, I was following everything that I thought was the light. Mm-hmm. And the moment, I mean, it, it, it was it, like I still remember it was it was just clear as day, and it was scary because it was like this was this was a path that I had never been on, and it was scary for a while because I was like, man, you start to lose people. Yep, and it's like I'm abandoning everything that I know, and 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 I also you know, started to understand how easy it is for people to go where it's comfortable. Because when you start to make changes in your life, it's not easy. And at the beginning, it feels like a dark and lonely road. Yeah. Because we've been taught you always put yourself last. Well, if I'm always putting myself last, then how can I give anybody else anything? Because eventually, even if I have today, even if I have today, if I keep putting myself last, eventually I won't have anything to give anybody else. But every time I lost somebody, I gained somebody who was going to help me get to the next stage of my life. And there were no hard feelings with the people that I lost. It, it was just I looked and it was like, okay, I couldn't go to the next phase of my life with the people who I was surrounded by. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to the next level in my life thinking the way that I was thinking because there were some things that God had for me that I needed a, a particular mindset because God God has done some amazing things that under under the the old umbrella I would have never gotten there. I remember mm. I did not want to I did not want to be a teacher. I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't want to be one because I was like, man, I'm going to be broke. <laughs> Teachers don't make any money. And I remember my stepmom saying to me one time, you know, just go and do it. And the Lord will work it out. And and sure enough, I have traveled um, for educational things. I have been blessed beyond measure. My second and my third year, I was voted teacher of the year. So many things happened. Mm-hmm. I was I was blessed to coach basketball and 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 won the championship as a coach three out of four years. Had never played organized basketball before, but so many wow. doors open. I've met business owners. I, I've uh, you know, and, and then you know, I wrote a book and, and and ended up on TV on the radio. Ended up meeting Tammy, and, and and here we are today. And just so many things happened. And I look at where my life was when I was in the darkness. And my life, you know, I, I would not have been in position. But I also know that I have the mindset that, you know what, so that I can be ready for other people, 
so that I can be available, so that I can even be of any good to the Lord, I got to make sure I'm okay. Um, And so I think, you know, uh, for you, for anybody who's listening, make sure that before you go out and do a job that you are ready. You can't get up and go and be successful tomorrow or the next day if you're not getting it, 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 uh, any sleep. You wouldn't show up to build a house without any tools. Oh. But in order to get those, you got to acquire them from somewhere. So take the time to figure out what it is that you're supposed to do and go from there because at the end of the day we have to sit down or lay down and when you do that can you look back and reflect over your day and say you know what in the words of ice cube today was a good day can you look back (laughs) over your day and say today was a good day (laughs) Um, you know, I didn't even have to use my AK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, but but seriously, I, I hope that helped. <laughs> no, it did. Uh, it did. Like, uh, I greatly appreciate. Um, yeah, it did. And I think uh, this is my I, this is my my last words. But I think that uh, Rodney, we share very similar stories. And it was like, um, and don't get me wrong, like, I I love church because of fellowship and community, but, like, when it gets to um, the idea of, you know, you know, of God's will of, of, of our lives and stuff like that, you know, um, there are a lot of preachers who will say, well, you know, um, you know, we, you know, if you live right, do right, you know, then you'll you'll get this. So sometimes maybe if you're not getting this, then you then somehow some way it has been, you know, uh, trapped in saying that well we may not be faithful, right, or have enough faith, mm-hmm. or we don't have enough something, right. I, I've I've challenged that notion because like you know you can have the most faith, like God's will does not exempt us from struggle or strife, right, first and foremost. And then it's like, you know, when it comes to, like, like the gospel itself, you know, like the part of the reason why what's been holding me back, I have to admit, like I said, one, it's me, but then it's that idea of, okay, you know, you do this, you live like this, and then you become disappointed when, like the the results aren't always desired, right? So what I've been doing here lately, I've been having to deconstruct a lot of things, a lot of lessons that I was taught, like when when I was a little bit younger, and I just focused primarily through journaling, which I still do, and just on like that aspect of just building. Uh, my relationship with God is always great, but but just building that relationship to the point to where no matter what happens to me in my life, I know that God's will um, 
takes care and cures all, right? So I could be, this is just an example, I could be broke, and and just because I'm broke doesn't necessarily mean that God's will is still not working in me. Does not mean that my faith isn't, you know, my faith isn't strong. Doesn't mean that I still have goals and aspirations and things like that, right? So I think I think that's where, and then more importantly in everything, God's love covers all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's mm-hmm. a. I think I'm in a season now where I'm kind of deconstructing a lot of things that was kind of uh, indoctrinated when I was a little bit younger and then, you know, as an adult. And then whereas I'm focused primarily on the relationship between me and God. Okay. Nick, I'm going to – I know we're connected on Facebook, uh, but I'm going to – Make sure you get my number, and okay. uh, and and and, uh, and I'll get yours, man. And and okay. sometimes we just, you know, whatever we can. I, you know, I got a <laughs> my daughter be three three months <laughs> next next uh, next Wednesday, so she 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 definitely keeps us busy. But sometimes, yeah. man, we just have to, you know, you know, just uh, just chop it up sometime, man, and. Uh, and just keep the conversation going. Uh Tammy, uh anything? Um I'm I'm happy to hear that. It's always wonderful to to, to hear good men, like minded men. Uh especially when that mind is focused on, on God and, and building his kingdom. So Nick, thank you as always, you know, for supporting, but most of all just being transparent because, you know, a lot of people won't get on and say Exactly how they feel, and and I think we fail in that area of just being um, honest and transparent about the struggle. And the struggle is, and the struggle is real, as Anita Martin said. I just thought that's that's one of her books, I believe. But it is the struggle is real, and so because of that, we just have to stay connected. And um, you know. Just need to do better by reaching out and supporting and helping each other. And remember too that it's necessary to just become unlearned, to kind of have a have a makeover. Like let it all go. Um, think about those things that you unconsciously have given meaning to in your life that you 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 somehow some way. Um, and we all we all do it. We all have have did it. You know, things happen, we, we, we go through stuff, we, we have this sense of this sensing of the way that this is how things should be, and when they're not, you know, we just kind of, we attach meaning to our experiences in life. And sometimes those the meaning that we've attached to that unconsciously for the most part sometimes, and that's why that trash can baby is a good thing. Now, do that, Nick, if you haven't. Move your trash can and, and just tell us next next next. Tuesday, how many times you go back to where you moved it from. And that, you know, unconsciously we we have that unconscious mindset that um, keeps us bound as well because we have attached meaning, you know, and that's what I meant earlier and say, you know, yes, things happen to us that cause us pain, but we cannot become that pain. 
Right. Really, we cannot become anything because you may be full of joy today and tomorrow may be full of sorrow, just like that. Yep. That's where Rodney, yep. I love how Rodney says, you know, every day is a new sheet of paper and everybody get a new sheet. What you do with that sheet, I'm paraphrasing, I'm saying it, you know, my way, but Rodney's like, new, new, new day, new way, new people if it has to be. If if you went to bed with me but didn't wake up with me, meaning, you know, you still here but you don't get a sheet of paper today, hey. But if you get one, you know, if I give you one, I have a right to take that paper back. You know, so surrender, get grounded, do you. Um and I think that's another important thing. I, I and I'm this is gonna be my last thing. I, as you guys were talking, I was reminded of this this person who is basically homeless and, you know, just kind of dibbling dabbles kind of wherever. And now this may not work for me or, or somebody else, but I remember this guy saying, I wouldn't do what you all do. He He looks at us as being slaves to a system, to a process, whereas he, he feels like he is free. He doesn't worry about a check next week or food, he's him. He's not, he said, I cannot buy into this world. And guess what? He is content, happy that he, because, and it may not be the thing or the best way to do it, but you know what? I think God honors us, or I wouldn't say honor, he respects if there's such a thing. He, he can deal with us, this is a better way to say it, he can deal with us if we at first admit us. If we just if we just take it for what it is. This is what I am, who I am. This is where I am now. I have such respect for those people. I've had people say, "No, I, I ain't going to church. I I don't do God because I know I ain't ready. I'm not gonna play with him." I have such respect for those people. Yeah. So, um, I hope we've been helpful tonight, Nick. And thank you again for yeah. your support. And just know that we are here, and we all have those days. We all have those days where we feel inadequate or without or God, where are you or am I doing enough? Am I enough? We all have those days. It's just what do we do in that time? And um, sometimes we need we need some right now people right here and that's, I'm glad you're inviting a change in phone numbers and just know that we're always here. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm going to go ahead and roll because I'm going to shave my bald head. But y'all have a good night, though. <laughs> All right. All right, bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in, Nick. Yes, sir. Tammy, uh, any announcements from you? Um, oh, gosh. I want to remind people about Gator Consulting and the amazing, amazing, amazing assessment. I wish I had talked more about it while Nick was on here, but he does. He is familiar with it. Um, thankfully, you guys, and right now I haven't shared this with you, but we are getting, I, I am getting, because we are in a sense too, a lot of people are taking the assessment from the Butterfly Evolution uh, site, website, uh, which is interesting mm-hmm. because, really through through Gator Consulting is what it's through. But that means that I think many more people are listening to Butterfly Evolution and then going out there to the website and then taking it from there because I can see where people 
uh, take it. And I've literally probably had about 20 strangers, people that I don't know, and it'll show me, like, which ones take it from Gator Consulting Site or Butterfly Evolution. And um, so that, that that's, that's a great thing, and, and it, it appears that someone took it at where they work or wherever, and then he, he or she, I think it was a guy from the name, must have told other workers, and so I have a slew of people that kind of took it from their job, which was interesting. So um, I want to I want to just tell people there there is a great deal of understanding of self that we need to focus on as well. It's like the guy who says I can't do that. Uh, that's just not me. Even though we see that as kind of crazy, um, how do we probably look at it and say how can you do that? How because He's okay with who he is, and he knows what works for him and what doesn't, and he understands that. And so who are we to say that's wrong for him or her? So he has an understanding of himself. And um, I've taken, of course, I've taken the assessment, but I feel like I'm at a point where I need to take it again. I think I have did a, another level of shifting that leaves me in a zone of uncomfort, being uncomfortable as, as about where I am right now and what am I going to do and where am I going. And so it's probably time for me to take it again. But I want to just suggest that you guys go out there. Um, I'm no longer giving it away for free just unless God says so. So I, I will let people have it for a cost, what I have to pay for it, which means I make nothing from it. But I'm just not in the day and area of free unless you just absolutely cannot afford it. And then even then I'm going to seek God on it because I just think people do better with something they have to at least put something in or towards. Um, so that's one thing. And you can go to ButterflyEvolution.org and take it or GatorConsulting.com. Either or, or you can contact me and I'll get you set up to take it in a, a different way. Um, the other thing is Lunch and Learn um, – we're having a lunch and learn on February 9th. It's for couples um, or, you know, married, dating, whatever the case may be. And I'll have all the details for that next Tuesday um, so that people can register. Um, so share the word. Again, it's a lunch and learn, just helping couples understand or see better that it's, that you have to understand your mate so that you don't take things personal, um, that you don't have – unexpressed expectations or that you don't have expectations that are beyond that person, that are about changing the person and not allowing the person to grow and change themselves if need be. So that's what the, it's about so much more, but um, I'll have all the details for that. Uh, what else? Oh, and for those of you who came in late, I am a grandma now. I have a grandbaby. Um, born Friday, so some of you came in late, and I think, Ronnie, that may be all for now. I'll have a little bit more to share next Tuesday, but I'll wait on that. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's much here other than uh, <laughs> no 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 major announcements yet. I know I, you know, I keep hinting at things that, that I'm working on, but not ready to uh, release them just yet. Uh, um, taking my time, but, you know, obviously I, I would want them to be 
ready and, and out there today, but um, just haven't gotten to that stage yet. But but please know that behind the scenes, I, I am working. And uh, like I've said before, my my goal is to is to get to a place where I can call my own shots. Um, just because if I can call my own shots, that means that Tamaria can call hers and Nadia is set up and, 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 and everyone around me um, can call their own shots too. And so uh, that that's a goal that I have. It's not a 2019 goal. It's not a 2019 resolution. It's just an ongoing goal that I have and one that I've honestly had for quite some time. Um, just haven't gotten there, but I'm determined uh, that I will. Um, and as uh, as we get closer, uh, I'll definitely um, let you guys know. But but some some good things going on and uh, behind the scenes, just more work than I realize. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, we have another two hour delay tomorrow, Tammy, uh, because of the melting of the snow and refreezing tonight because I think it's either in the teens or the 20s tonight. So, uh, But I, I, I learned this morning that two-hour delays don't mean the same when you have a child. <laughs> but, but, either, but either way, it's all good. Nadia made it to daycare safely today. I made it to work safely. Tamaria made it to work safely. So uh, those are the things that matter. <laughs> Uh, but we do have another delay tomorrow. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Nick, for for uh, providing your your insight, your input. And uh, this has been another uh, blessing for me, and I know it has been uh, for Tammy as well and for all of you out there listening. Um, until next Tuesday, you guys have a, a great week. Uh, be blessed, stay safe, and we'll see you next week, same time same station. Good night, everybody.